Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. You're in best ofs. Gotta love lists. I love lists. Hopefully you do too, because we got a list. We got a big one here. This is our biggest list of the best ofs. This is 15 deep. It's not even five, it's four. I don't even know. It's like, I have to go like this and then like that or something to get to 15. Anyway. These are the best of malts. These are malt forward beers that really kind of blew my titties off this year. Uh, there was a ton. That's why there's 15 instead of just a base 10 or even an honorable mention set. But uh, yeah, so much good malt this year. We're going to dive into this sucker. Get to it because the list is long. Let's get at it. First things first. Number 15, semi-local boys to me. Breaker Brewing. It was their King Cole Mole Stout. Um, their King Cole Stout, I uh, thought it was quite nice. It was a great beer. I've had it several times. And then they, you know, started canning beers. They're doing a bunch of hops, nonstop hops. And it's like, yeah, we made a mole version of our King Cole. We're going to put it in cans. And I got one. That beer was fucking awesome. By far and away, might be the the best beer I ever had from Breaker. So for them to kind of make that beer and do it that well, and, and you know, a non-barrel-aged, super crazy adjunct beer, it was very kind of uh, balanced well and whatnot, uh, it kind of makes me all happy inside that they're, they're doing such things. So yeah, that beer was killer. Um, let's see, number 14. This is a mystery beer, actually. It was uh, Bottle House Brewing, their Oum Trium Perfectum. It was a bourbon barrel-aged brown. It sent to me uh, as a mystery beer. That shit was crazy. I think Jason was the name of the fellow who sent it to me. That I never had anything from these guys before. I reviewed it blind, and it was just bonkers good. I was like, holy shit, this is fantastic. Um, he ended up sending me some more mystery beers with this inside, with these inside. And, uh, yeah, they might be on this list again. Let's put it that way. Uh, let's see, number 14, 13. I didn't number these, so like an idiot. Jug Candle Brewing's four-way stop. This was a white, white wine barrel aged quadruple. I just picked this up off a shelf at a uh, place about a half an hour, 45 minutes south of me, and it blew me away. Um, I, you know, I love me quadruples in general. They're done really well, but American breweries don't do them all that well half the time. They tend to come off a little bit kind of just brown sugar sweetness instead of candied sugar and lack that kind of depth and that yeast estery beautifulness that, um, that most quads uh, have from overseas, but this one was spot on, and that white wine barrel just kind of sent it to the next level. So that beer was the good stuff. Um, let's see. Um, 1312, a Twin Elephant Brewing, collecting moonbeams, American Stout. Uh, again, uh, Twin Elephant, they made the hazy list. Um, I went down there. It was this I picked up probably about three months ago, and I was there, and they had a 5.4% stout with cherries in it, and I said, I'll give it a whirl. Give me a growler of that. Came home, reviewed it, blown away. It was just basically like a 5.4% Russian Imperial Stout. It drank like 10%. It had those cherry cordial notes from the added cherry that kind of tricked your brain to think you're drinking something higher ABV, but it was 5.4% and just absolutely delectable. The balance on it, everything about it was beautiful. It was just a great stout that drank much bigger. And to me, you know me, I like the low ABV. It tastes like big ABV. Uh, let's see. Whatever number 11, I think it is. Suarez Brewing Saunter, English Mild. That beer, holy shit. 
Just a base English mild brown ale. Tasted like the most coffee forward beer I ever had in my life. I was up there for a festival, my wife, uh, fiber festival, uh, um, a sheep festival, if you will, and we stopped by um, there and I had quite a few delicious beers up there. I had Pilsner, I had this, I had Sour, I had a couple other other beers I'll actually make my other list, but that one was blew me away. Um, got a uh, growler of it, brought it home, reviewed it, and it was just amazing. It was a great English mild, but how much coffee you got out of a non-coffee beer? That's magic you're doing up there. Um, number 10, uh, Mortalis Brewing's Venus Strawberry Fig Edition, Strawberry Fig and Jam Edition, Milk Stout. Um, I reviewed a Mortalis beer. It was Artemis, it was like a smaller pale ale. Reviewed it, and then my buddy, uh, George, you all know George, he goes up there quite a bit, and they saw that review, so they gave him a bunch of crowlers. Not to re for me to review, they said, um, they actually went out of their way to say, you don't have to review shit, just we appreciate the, uh, the kind words. And this is fantastic. It was just, it was a pastry stout, but again, low ABV, five and change, I think it was. And it was just, it was big and bold and expressive, but not out of balance. And just, you know, the quintessential pastry stout, but in a low ABV, ABV format. You see this kind of theme here? How I like these low ABV beers that come off bigger. It was freaking amazing. Uh, number nine, CNM's Utopias, 2017. Uh, I picked up a bottle this year. I never reviewed it before. I reviewed it. It's crazy. I love it. What else do you want me to say? It's just a great beer. Um, it's not even beer. Um, it's what? American Strong Ale? I call it Crazy Juice. You see Crazy Juice written around here somewhere. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's liquor. It's cognac. It's whatever you want to call it. It's maple syrup cognac. And uh, I love it. So it was cool to review it this year. Um, let's see. Uh, number says nine. Number, whatever. Seen All Brewing's Bishop Barrel Quad number 13. Um, yeah, this is sent to me um, by uh, Rob. Uh, down Texas way and it blew me away uh, it just it was old it had some age on it but it was just a fantastic quad and how the barrel aging kind of accelerated the beer and propped it up and made it something special was beyond uh, yeah well it's not beyond words because I talked about it but it was just a great beer I heard of St. Arnold I had never had anything before until he sent me some so to have a gamut of stuff that I had and some was okay and some like this were just out of this world that beer if you could find it Pick it up because it's absolutely fantastic. Up next, uh, Kunin Brewing. It's their fourth dimension of the 4D Old Ale Bourbon Barrel Aged. Um, but a Ewart sent it off. It was an amazing, amazing beer. Um, you know, it, they call it an Old Ale Barley Wine, whatever you want to call it. It, it. I know a lot of people kind of love their Bourbon Barrel Aged Barley Wine. This one did me proper. He actually sent me both of those. And um, I didn't do them side by side, but I had them pretty close to each other. And this one just kind of took the cake for me so it's just i mean kunin they just know what they're doing when it comes to their big barrel age malt beers so it's no surprise for them to land on this list but yeah oh man i love me some kunin uh let's see hot for the world the world's colombian coffee exposition stout they um yeah they do the hoppy stuff crazy but they did this one stout and they, they sent, made more than one stout but they sent this one to me best coffee beer hands down that I had last year. It might have been one of the best I've ever had. Um, it just blew me away. Uh, the balance between the bittering of the malts and the, uh, and the coffee and the roasted malts and everything about it, it was just a fantastic beer. They brewed it for this coffee beer um, <clears throat> uh, expo uh, out there in uh, Chicagoland. And it was just blew me away. I, and like I said, I do quite a few of their beers. 
and more times than not you'd expect especially with the name hop butcher be one of the hot ford beers to really kind of do me in but this one is just pretty pretty stuff um next up money at brewing's last will and testament old ale asian burn barrels it was fun crazy it was an awesome beer uh you know maybe a little bit of a of a what's the word i'm looking for there i don't know I had it recently, so it's a little bit more heavier in my mind. Maybe it's you could switch places, maybe with that Kunin on this list, but it just came off perfect. It, it tasted like a quintessential, beautiful old ale with a really nice kind of dollop of nice bourbon barrel aging, and just done really, really well. I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, and to know that those kind of beers are available and, and on shelves and semi readily available, like Monday Night does kind of kicks it up a notch for me so that was a beautifully done barrel aged old ale um Struce brewing it is their panapot special reserve series the bordeaux barrel <laughs> that beer was fucking bonkers a viewer sent me that and uh, i was i was i love panapot i mean i've reviewed them quite a bit you can go back and i think i have maybe four or five deep on panapot beers and uh, i love Struce. they're one of my favorite breweries in general and uh, I had really, really high hopes for this one. And that can kind of be catch-22 when it comes to beers. Because when you have those ultimate high hopes, you're kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of disaster. Because if the beer doesn't live up, you know, to your high hopes, then you kind of just doesn't come off as impactful. This blew me away. It was still fucking fantastic. And with those high of hopes, it was an amazing beer. I mean, I know what they're doing. But that added three years, I believe it was, it spent in Bordeaux barrels. Just uh, took the beer to next level. Fantastic stuff. Next up, Parish Brewing. It was a 2016 Grand Reserve Cellar Annual Ale Abbey Reserve. It was basically a Belgian quad, Belgian dark. Uh, had some age on it, and it was, bar uh, it was barely just sent to me uh, by Cody uh, down there in Louisiana way. I had a bunch of Parish beers in the past, but everything has been hop forward, whether it be their Ghost in the Machine, Envy, Bloom, stuff like that. They've always been hop forward beers. So to get something from the malt forward was kind of cool, but to have something that was this expressive, this beautiful, this well done of a quad, which you don't see in the United States all that much, uh, was an epiphany. It was fantastic to know that a brewery that is so known for their haze, and, and that's from my outlook i don't see them i don't live down there so i don't know what they do but to know them because of the haze and to see them pull off something so beautiful i gotta go to new orleans now that's all i know um number two we have another mystery beer and this is from again bottle house brewing it there is their ugh, words are hard it's their there is no quad 2017 that that Listen, there's been a couple quads on here. That thing was just fucking bonkers. Oh my god, it was sent to me. It was a, it was a mystery beer, and it was just uh, Jason. I think his name was. It was sent to me from out there, from out the Ohio area, the brewery. Never heard of him before, and and he sent me. And it was a total of three beers, and the other one was amazing too. It's just that I wasn't well, going to put them all over the lists. I should have. Shouldn't be biased like that, but oh man. That brown, barrel-aged brown was fantastic. This just, I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for Belgians, and especially if an American brewery can pull off that quad and do it well, then I'm a happy camper, and this one just was freaking amazing. Um, just, yeah, it's just a beautiful beer, and that's all there is to it. It's just had that rich depth, almost spiciness, 
of like a barrel. I don't think it was barrel aged either. I just know, remember being blown away by it. I looked it up the video real quick, just kind of refresh myself with it. And all I know is I'm doing it as a mystery beer. So you don't really dig as deep with kind of, it's weird. You don't, you, you approach the beer a little bit different. So my takes tend to be a little bit different on it. But the fact that it's a mystery beer and you're blown away by it, something about that just kind of tickles me pink. Anyway, and then number one, Bellwoods is their bring out the dead cognac barrel aged imperial stout. This is again sent to me by Ewart. I love cognac barrel aged beers. I've loved bring out your dead. I've had it a couple times. I never had the cognac barrel aged version, and this just kind of blew my nipples off. You know what I mean? It's always been an absolutely fantastic beer, but it's been a while. It's been about a year and a half, two years since I had the beer. And he sent me a box of beers off, and it had a bunch of big barrel aged stuff in it. And it, you know, it had the Coon in it, and it had, you know, Great Lakes Imperial, um, the Canadian Great Lakes, and a bunch of other um, big barrel aged beer. And this is honestly the one that really stood out to me. It was just an amazing well done beer and just the fact that it's cognac barrel aid just does me even more happiness well i don't even know we're stumbling over the words already and i'm not even really drinking um yeah just fantastic beer all around but all these i mean I, i'm gonna say this pretty much about every list i do i can change a lot of these i can interchange a lot of these from one to five or or whatever these are epic beers these are fantastic beers these are my best of malts for 2018 is what they are. Um, and I, I didn't say that at the beginning, but I've said it before. You know, These are beers I reviewed in 2018. I've had beers that should be on this list that I didn't review. If it weren't just kind of compartmentalized the stuff that I reviewed. So keep that in mind when going over this list. So there you go. My 2018 best of malts. Let me know what you think. Did I miss anything? Did you have something that you thought was fantastic? Did you disagree with any of these or any of these beers that you were like, eh, that's mediocre shit? Or should I have put something on this list that you know that I've had? Let me know. Let me know what you think. There you go. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the list. Hopefully you're enjoying a nice whole big pile of malts today. Like this sucker. Nope. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.